Welcome to Stripes, the Bianconeri podcast, the podcast for Juventus fans all over the world, by Juventus fans all over the world, hosted by Radio Bianconeri. I am Matteo with me, Tiago, as a nice surprise, Andrea Brunetti from San Diego. Hi, guys. Hi. Ciao. So, Tiago, you hi, are hi. Now. Good to be back after a win. Yes, exactly. So Juventus beat Crotone 3-0, actually. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I guess I, I'm getting too old for this kind of thing. And uh, let me introduce Andrea. Andrea is a new member of this team, of the Stripes team. Hopefully, we're going to have like, a big surprise coming up really soon. Okay, Andrea is the president of the uh, Juventus uh, official club San Diego. So, Andrea, you want to introduce yourself and tell us something about uh, your club? See, guys, is uh, I mean, for me, it's a big, big pleasure and uh, honor to, to be here with you because, uh, you know, Matteo, I'm also a big fan of the podcast. And uh, yeah, myself, I just, I just started the first uh, official fan club in San Diego two years ago, and we're growing little by little our uh, Juventus community here in, in the West Coast. And uh, yeah, I mean, Forza Juve, fino alla fine. <laughs> we are neighbors so yes I'm from Los Angeles and I'm from San Diego maybe soon uh, we'll be able to meet and have like uh, watching a game together hopefully if this world will allow allow us to do it okay so le- let's focus a little bit on the last game Juventus played so Juventus beating Crotone 3-0 two goals by the by the King okay and then another one by Big Mac I think Juventus played the game that they needed to play okay of course we were coming off two two defeats to, to, um, to defeat because we lost against Napoli and then we lost against Porto in Champions League okay and this was a, actually it, it was an easy an easy game because Crotone is last in Serie A okay but actually I, I like that you had to make the, the this game easier because uh, sometimes you know the easy game can be tricky especially for Juventus so we were missing a lot of players okay so basically on the bench we had only Bernardeschi and uh, and, and Chesney okay from the from the let me say the um, the the starting team possibilities let's see to change the yeah. match yes and, uh, and then in second half we see like Fagioli making his debut in Serie A okay so there were rumors that Fagioli was going to start Pillow just decided to give Betancourt and McKennie another chance to to um, to begin the game actually I don't disagree with Pillow because actually this we were coming from two defeats and uh, benching Betancourt right now maybe would be too hard for him so on the other side I would have like uh, see Fagioli play a little bit more Okay, that what he played, but I think he had like a nice impact in part of the game. The game was basically over when he came because we were already up 3-0. Okay, but in 25 minutes, I see they touched more 25-26 touches of the ball, and I like that he went vertical many times. Okay, and not that the Crotone is like he was like a big opponent. Okay, but uh, I like that uh, we after the like first 20-25 minutes uh, we score and then we had more chance to score and uh, basically Buffon didn't have to make any save so Tiago what do you think about the game? Yeah actually this I like this kind of match because mm, regular podcasts usually likes to to short things up saying that this was the easy match and not much to talk about but we are something different and uh, there were lots of, of moments, topics, and, uh, and content for this for this match, especially because, um, of course, Crotone, even if it's the lowest tier right now, it's not the team that waits uh, back there for 
to see what happens. But they try to play, which which allowed some space, especially for players that are, were trying to find some space in the pitch, like Kulusevski. And uh, honestly, uh, I saw some good things as well, and some changes, like. For example, we saw sometimes uh, a 4-3-3 formation during the field uh, while Betancourt was uh, almost like a regista when McKinney and Ramsey were like almost trying to to, ins to step inside the box and, and that actually helped a lot. But uh, we faced them different way and uh, but was honestly a nice surprise to see Ramsey play that much time and I don't know what you guys think about his performance but but we had so many possibilities to score this evening against Crotone that uh, we were something like expecting that to happen but honestly we missed a lot of chances what do you guys well, think about, about it? Ramsey it's it's a, he's a player that makes me so mad because we see even in the first 30 minutes <laughs> when uh, Juventus was actually having more difficulties he, he were like having troubles to find the to create anything, he was the only player on the pitch that they were able to be constantly dangerous for Crotone. Okay, so it it makes me mad because he has such a, he could he could do everything, but then he's always injured. He looks like sometimes he looks like weak. Okay, because he cannot be always fit or like 100% to play the game. So, I, you know that I have a soft spot for him. Okay, you know Tiago about him about that, and uh, I don't know, Andrea, what do you think about that? Well, I think it's, it's not only today. I mean, that's part of the big disappointment uh, we run. You know, we were expecting a big player because of his uh, seasons with uh, Arsenal before coming to Torino. And uh, yeah, that's part of the big, big disappointment because it's uh, he's always. Uh, 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 he's always playing like uh, uh, I want to say almost in a good way, but missing the last point, the last uh, yes, uh, that is always the most important, and that's why many opportunities, unfortunately, with with him, with us. I mean, uh, in his uh, Juventus experience, uh, uh, almost almost never, very rarely, uh, become goals. Besides that, better. Better having uh, you know Ramsey Ramsey playing like he played today than Bernardeschi uh, trying uh, super hard and not not being able to do not even the, you know that I'm sorry I'm sorry to to name Bernardeschi because I'm I'm not actually one. <laughs> no, you know we talk about Bernardeschi many many times in this post already. And, uh, and uh, no. actually, you know, there is a narrative, especially on social media, uh, on the around the web, about Ramsey. That I don't think it's so fair about uh, for him because yes, he's making a lot of money, but we know the reason why he's making so much money. First of all, he came in, he, he came, he came to Juventus without Juventus to pay for his uh, for his transfer. Okay, and second of all, it was benefited for some like. Uh, uh, legislation that make us pay less taxes for his salary okay so and there is this wrong narrative and he, i like him because i think he's always in the in the in the in the right spot at the right time but he cannot be like the player he used to be because he's missing so much playing time so even if he's try hard it's sometimes it's hard to see him because he, he looks like a player that want to do something and he's not able to do it but okay you know, I can I can agree with you both about this because it seems that Ramsey is moving 
nicely, very well, smoothly. But when it arrives and when he arrives in the box, there is a. It seems that he's out of energy. That the shot goes wide, goes weak, and it seems that he he entered the box and gets <laughs> tired. And but his movements are so properly nice. And but yeah, I agree with you. It seems that uh, there's something missing over there. I think. I think maybe they with him because he he been I out. I think he became he became slower, like in terms of uh, thinking. It's not. He, he doesn't think that quickly yeah. like he used to. Probably, but that maybe because he is not able to stay on the pitch uh, too too long enough to get to get like the kind of shape you know. When uh, one thing is be fit, like physical ready to be played, okay, and that's one thing. Another thing is like mentally play uh, ready to to play the game, and probably is missing that part, okay. So speaking about like a, a midfield or like offensive midfield, it was nice to see Crotone train Bastrop, okay. And actually coming to Torino and not try to park the bus, okay? They try to play their game. And I remember Stroppo when he was like a, a, a midfield in the late 80s, early 90s, playing with many teams, okay, like Milan. And he, he, he really, he could have been like a, a, such a good player. He was, and uh, he, he was low down by many injuries. I remember one time he broke his leg because Frazy, you know, he didn't interbreak, broke his leg. And, like, well, like, it was so much, such a gruesome injury to see. But, okay, moving forward, guys. <laughs> so, we talk a little bit about what happened. So, what do you think about Inter destroying Milan yesterday, Andrea? So, you were expecting that kind of a result coming up for the Dermi della Madonnina? No, no, I was not expecting it uh, and I was not hoping for it. <laughs> of course, I was, I mean, uh, as uh, probably 99.9% of uh, United supporters, I think we were hoping for, um, for a tie. Um, I mean, uh, what is not the tweets here, the problem. What really uh, should, uh, should Put, put us afraid is uh, uh, that Andanovic was the best player uh, <laughs> in the game and they, they won't treat you know. It's pretty much the opposite of what happened with Juventus lately. Um, I'm not talking about the last two games, of, co- of course. I'm not talking about the, the, the game uh, in Milano. But besides those three games, uh, we attack a lot. We create a lot of opportunities that we we don't we don't I mean we don't we never take our, our chances to to make them uh, goals and we lost a lot of points because of that. Uh, Ronaldo uh, came back uh, came back like uh, like the great uh, like you said the king that we we knew but we need to improve uh, improve a lot uh, in the, in, inside the box. On the goal opportunities. Well, yep. we're missing the striker basically right now because especially Marata yeah. and is fighting with this virus. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, can be fit uh, like uh, 100% like in a couple of weeks when we're going to play against Porto. So, Tiago, we're talking about the derby Milan Inter. So, I th- you know what I think about that. I think it's only Inter can lose this this, uh, this Scudetto, okay? Of, I hope yeah. it's going um, to happen. So you want to talk about a little bit about that, and then, then about the nonsense yeah. going on in Italy, and that because there is people that is afraid that Juventus fans are afraid that Juventus not even finishing the first four. <laughs> Honestly, 
Honestly, I think uh, the 3-0 to Inter was a little bit too hard for Milan because despite that those those saves by Handanovic, Inter played, of course, better, but it seems that Milan is in downhill. That's the biggest issue here because, of course, Inter played well and and there is a streak going on, but, but Inter is way better right now because Milan seems downhill, but... That's the main issue, but now we have a streak, a possibility to make a streak because there are some not that hard matches to play and uh, and we need some points. We need the points even more than, than before because there is there is this, com- this conflict against them in the following matches and I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of Inter and about this this situation to be out of the fourth spot in the Champions League. This is this is bullshit. This is the kind of bullshit that we are used to see some some Juve fans. And honestly, uh, if you if you are afraid of that, don't watch the game. Don't watch the game and take a coffee, enjoy a pizza, go go out if possible. But this is Juventus. This is a different Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you because uh, I, I I don't think it's possible Juventus going uh, finishing uh, <laughs> After the four plays, uh, but because of seven plays, people yeah. are afraid of that seven plays yeah. once again. And, That's uh, impossible. Because, uh, look, it's kind of it's such a weird year this one because of COVID, because uh, all the games are going to be played, and uh, all, all, all the team are going to lose some point here. And we see like Roma struggling against Benevento yesterday, okay. And uh, so, but I think Juventus they're going to find their form sooner or later. I, yeah, I don't think Juventus will be in time to win the set. Yeah, because right now we are with our eight game uh, behind the Inter, okay, with one game to play, and that game is not gonna be a, a super easy game, okay? We're not gonna play like a Corotona Bonavento, I thought we're gonna play Napoli. But I see Conte and Inter right now basically not having any 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 other competition other than Serie A so they really can focus on uh, just one competition okay and uh, we, we see that what they're going to do because they're, they're built to make a lot of points in Serie A to score a lot of goals in Serie A with the counter with players like Lukaku that is not definitely a player like Ronaldo or Ibrahimovic or that kind of, but is for sure is a player that is uh, is built to dominate the Serie A okay so we, so we're gonna have like a, some Champions League coming up, okay? Do you, you worry about that, Andrea? Or you have any? But you're going, you're going yeah, to go for the Italian yeah, no, team, I, or you're gonna? I wanted to say, I wanted to say something regarding the, the, the our situation in Serie A. That I yes, sure. I, I mean, um, we were talking a few days ago and saying that uh, it's you know at the end of, at, the, at the beginning of the season we wouldn't. Uh, have expected to to be still, you know, in uh, Champions League uh, because we still have our chances to pass the the eight. Uh, we still there for the for the Serie A because uh, I mean the Med speaks uh, and uh, we still there to to win the title. We are on the final uh, of Coppa Italia. We won the Super Coppa now. Inter has all the pressure on the, on their shoulder because uh, they need to win 13, 13 uh, games in a row basically to to assure if if 
Juventus plays like uh, um, we saw today. Because I think we, we, we're not afraid of Inter right now. We are afraid of Juventus. We are afraid, yeah, we are afraid of, of, of seeing our team getting in the pitch like uh, he did with Porto. And not because uh, Porto is a lower team, because that's the most important game of the season. And you're getting, you're getting in the pitch, you're not focused. How, how is it possible? That's what scared us. And the first 25 minutes of today, Prove that we still have, we still have some clouds, some ghosts behind the shoulders uh, coming from the game. Until we scored the first goals, the first goal, and then uh, everything changed. We f- we found uh, a little bit of confidence, and we started playing like uh, like we know. So I think uh, it depends on us. We shouldn't expect anything too good and anything too bad, in my opinion. We gotta watch the game, game by game, game by game, and hopefully we're gonna be able to 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 get what what we deserve at the end of the year, of the season. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. And uh, we we are not scared Inter because we we show that we can beat them. Okay, in, in Milano, and they, we can play against them in different way. Okay, like we did in the, in the second level of Italia. Okay. And uh, basically, they don't have like a, they don't get, they don't have a formula to 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 beat us. Okay, so it always depends on us. The problem that I have with Juventus right now is that we are really short. Okay, we're missing too many players. We're missing too many good players. Okay, because it, it's impossible having uh, and not counting on Dybala for like for the whole year because uh, this is what happened till today. We basically could have Dybala for like four or five games. Okay, we can have counted. We having Quadrado out before uh, for COVID and now for an injury. We have Bonucci out, Chiellini out. The Lito was out at the beginning of the year. We have like <clears throat> Artur. That uh, the moment that we were able to find like a, the, a winning formula in our midfield with like a Betancourt, Artur, and McKenny. Artur getting injured, so it's hard being consistent if really you're so short in, in, in our team okay so Thiago you have any expectation for the Champions League tomorrow and uh, for the Italian team do you go for the Italian team or are we gonna go for like just for the for the better better team honestly this is the situation where it seems that Lazio and Atalanta have more hope to beat two giants but this is this this can be tricky this can be tricky especially if you consider that real madrid seems seems in a bad shape and face inter and absolutely demolish them in san siro and it can be tricky because of course uh lazio for example there are some players like uh Milinkovic savage luis alberto and immobile that can be really dangerous to to every single team but in the meantime you can like see why mentions such a solid team they, they know how to play this kind of matches of course there there are rumors of a, of a, a, a bad mood and a, a, a situation between Sali, yeah, I heard that and, too. and the coach so this is and since also Real Madrid is not in the best shape Atalanta is probably we are very curious to see yeah. how Atalanta will face Real Madrid because it's a uh, it's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale well, team against uh, the biggest champions of this competition. Yeah, so, and uh, yeah, you, you know, match, Inter is going to play this week or next week? 
Inter will play this week. Actually, next Lazio week, in uh, Atalanta, oh. Inter. Yeah, no, the, the TV. Oh, okay, okay. They will play the, play the, the control of, okay, on yeah, TV. You're right about that. So. <laughs> no, well, you need to, we need to keep it real. So, guys, I'm sorry about that. Okay. And, uh, no, and uh, you know, I'm so... Actually, I'm, I, I can't wait to see Atalanta Real Madrid because I see that he's like a... He's a game that can go every every direction. Okay, I can see Atalanta winning. I can see Real Madrid destroying Atalanta. I can see a tie, but the, I we know that Real Madrid is making a lot of players. Okay, I think like six or seven at least. Okay, important player like Carvalho, Sergio Ramos, for example, Hazard, Benzema. Okay, but the good the thing that the Real Madrid has that we don't have right now is they have their own identity. Okay, so they know who they are, okay, because basically it's the same team year out, year in and year out, okay. So they know what to do, they know what to expect for everybody, okay. It's something that Juventus right now don't don't have because we have a, a new coach, which not so many much experience, and a, a, a lot of new player, okay. So we'll see. I'm gonna really curious to see what's gonna happen in the game. Also so before Lazio, also Lazio we buy, and I think it can be uh, an interesting game. Huh? Well, look, I'm going to root for Latvia, okay, for, okay. because I cannot root for a, for a German team, honestly, because, because uh, it's impossible for me to do that. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. So, we'll see, we'll see. Because I think Bayern Munich, after winning the, the World Cup uh, trophy, they, they, they lost Sunday against Eintracht, and they tied the game before, I think. So, it looks like they are a little bit like... A, it's not no- yeah it's a pretty normal thing actually but it's will be a interesting challenge for them close this episode what do you think about the game of Kuluzeski at this tonight I like it I mean uh, I I actually like all pretty much uh, lately when when he played uh, against him in Coppa Italia and he was uh, you know much a cover position always on browser which I love the job that he's done he has done and today we've seen the, the attacking phase is uh, if if he gains a little bit of confidence he can destroy any any defense Thiago? I'll be the, I'll be the mean guy. I'll be the mean guy because of course he did he did a nice performance but Honestly, against Crotone, and Crotone is not a team that plays back there. They gave a lot of open field for him to play and run, which is a very good thing. But honestly, uh, I would like to see yeah. a great performance against a big team. But someone needs to, to do this, this <laughs> bad comment. No, 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 no. no. This time I, was I, me. I, also, I also agree with you, Chago. But <laughs> I think... Uh, I think uh, I don't think uh, Kulusevski right now has a, a first-line player. I mean, uh, Mate just said that uh, it's an emergency, you know? We have uh, a lot of injuries and Murata probably was not even supposed to, to get in the pitch today. Uh, but imagine, uh, uh, like, uh, we were using Douglas Costa, no? On the last 20 minutes, when uh, uh, the opponent, opponent is uh, tired, you, you put Kulusevski, he's gonna find pretty much, not, I don't want to say the same space 
he found today, but uh, it's pretty much the same because uh, you know when they're when they're tired at the end of the game, uh, the, the, the teams are longer, and everything is more open. Yeah, no, guys. It was nice talking to you. You know what you think about Kulusevski. You know that is one of my best favorite player. Okay, here and I don't. He, he's not a striker. He's basically sacrificing, sacrificing himself to play in that position. Okay, but you see that it's not. It's not easy as guys playing like you're with with the with the back of the goal. It's not easy to play that. So I think today did like a nice job. But I would like to see more like in a, in a different position. But we we will have time to talk about that. And so guys, it was really nice talking with you. Hope to, to do this soon again. Okay, and as always, final fine. Forza Juventus. Thank you.